This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the May 13, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Today is the return of the internet. So much easier to do the podcast. Quick hitters. The linked article from Bill Gertz of the Washington Times suggests that Xi, the leader of China, may step down over the handling of COVID and the nasty Shanghai lockdowns, etc., I doubt it, though Xi is nearing the end of his second five-year term, which used to be the limit. That limit was waived a few years ago. A study finds blueberries consumed daily may help ward off dementia. I like blueberries, so I may eat more of them, but I'm not sure the study is correct. Small sample size, etc. Elon Musk tweeted, Twitter deal temporarily on hold, pending details supporting calculation that spam fake accounts do indeed represent less than 5% of users, end quote. Continuing with Musk, the SEC is looking into if Musk was tardy in announcing when he reached 5% ownership of Twitter. Moving on, I am a chemical engineer, or at least I used to be. My worst course was control theory, partly because... I took it over five weeks and it was just too short a time for me mentally to incorporate the information. But I did learn a little. As I look at politics in the United States and maybe in other parts of the world, I think our control parameters suck. Done right with control theory, if you're a little bit to the left of target, throw in a bit of an adjustment to the right and wait some time to see where you are, then readjust. That is what we do when we are driving a car. If we start to get close to the center line, we don't turn the wheel sharply towards the ditch. We nudge it. Maybe a bit more than a nudge if we are at the center line. And we start correcting back as we see some correction is made. Where are the nudgers today? We have a lot of shovers. Maybe another way of looking at this is, again, using a car which has shocks and shock absorbers. When your shock absorbers are out and you shove down on a corner of the car, it will keep bouncing. We have that going on now in our politics. Some shovers would be okay if we had more shock absorbers. For the early part of my life, I think our political parties were in transition. Some Democrats were very conservative. Think the South and West. Some Republicans were liberal, the Northeast. That had to temper the emotions in party caucuses, and this clearly made it easier to, quote, work across the aisle, end quote. Now the parties are sorted and probably like much of our history, but to us it seems different. Now I think it is even more important to get some moderates in from both sides. A bipartisan $40 billion bill to provide more aid to Ukraine passed the House and was moving through the Senate when Rand Paul yesterday delayed the vote until next week. He denied unanimous consent, I assume to waive the rules. The senator wanted language included in the bill without a vote that, per the linked article by Alan Fram, quote, would have an inspector general scrutinize the new spending, end quote. I'm sure his purpose was to minimize fraud and abuse. The article suggests if put forward as an amendment, the inspector general proposal would fail. Is the senator the asshole for not moving ahead with this bill? Or are the other senators in error for not wanting an inspector general? Yesterday, I struggled with the text of the abortion bill and my understanding of what it meant. On May 9th, the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal ran an opinion piece linked in the show notes on the abortion law uh, the Senate voted against. Quoting from the editorial, 
quote, after fetal viability, the WHPA would assure a right to an abortion whenever the physician's good faith medical judgment is that, quote, the pregnancy would pose a risk to the pregnant patient's life or health. What counts as health? This is sometimes defined to include mental, emotional, or familial factors, a loophole that permits elective abortions more or less through all nine months of pregnancy, end quote. So that was the Wall Street Journal. To me, the language of the bill is not clear that it would force all states to allow abortions. The Wall Street Journal feels the law would do that, and Ben Shapiro says the same thing. The House has already passed the bill, so it was one vote shy of potentially forcing all states to allow late-term abortions. Two process thoughts on this subject. First, it did not seem that amendments were allowed. I do wonder if an amendment were put forward that made clear states could restrict abortions after 12 or 14 weeks with reasonable exceptions if the bill would have passed, particularly if it took out the part about eliminating religious exceptions for doctors. Second, Democrats seem to think this is a campaign winner. If, and I repeat, if it is true that the bill requires states to allow abortions into and even at the end of the third trimester, the electoral results will be bad for Democrats. Late-term abortions are popular with a sliver of the electorate. I heard a Democratic Congresswoman uh, say Republican state abortion laws would outlaw abortions even if the life of the mother was at stake. One example she gave was ectopic pregnancies, which I believe is when the fetus baby is developing outside the uterus and is a disaster for the mother and not viable for the baby. She was fear-mongering. No abortion law would prevent a procedure in that case. We probably have a lot of fear-mongering in our future on this subject. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.